Hello, listeners, and welcome to yet another episode of EdgeGuard Podcast, a podcast where we take a closer look at games on the fringe. My name is Jordan. I'm one of your two hosts. I'm joined, as always, by my co-host and good friend, Blake Beckett. Hello, it's me. I'm Blake. Uh, Blake is is with me today. Uh, it's a bit of a special occasion because it's a point based game we played for the podcast where where Blake came out on top. Oh my so god! So that's an utterly unheard of and unprecedented uh, phenomenon. So you know, take note, listeners. Let me put it this way: you were playing checkers and I was playing chess. I <laughs> think you beat me by like point zero one percent of. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter, man. Still won. <laughs> <laughs> take the L, Jordan. Be graceful. I'll take Don't be a L. sore loser. I'll take the L. Um, but I am a sore loser. Uh, no, just kidding. Um, That's why so, you always win because you're so stubborn. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so the game that we played today is called High Rise: A Puzzle Cityscape, uh, which is uh, by Florian Grolig, and that is um, one of the creators. Uh, design and art by Florian Grolig. Code by Matthias Titzi. Uh, or Titsa, <laughs> maybe? I tend to uh, doubt it's Titsy, but uh, okay. It could be from another language. Titsa, yeah, maybe. maybe. Titsa, um, my guess. Uh, concept by Florian Grolig and uh, Ole Brulman. Sound by Christian Whitmoser. And music by Thomas Hole. Um, so this is a mobile game. We haven't played a mobile game for the podcast in a minute. Uh, so we thought we'd, we'd uh, give that... Uh, another try mm-hmm. um and it's basically it's you know like like many mobile games uh, it's a puzzle game but like uh-huh. many mobile puzzle games it is one of these games that has a, a very simple um kind of premise but then it ter- turns out to be a fair bit of depth to uh mastering and executing mm-hmm. uh the premise so the the it's about uh it's a puzzle game where you're given um a five by five grid uh, and a series of colored blocks, and your goal is to place them on the grid uh, um, uh, adjacent to each other, uh, same color adjacent to each other, and when you do that, uh, they will fuse into buildings, um, and then your goal is to make uh, you know as many buildings as possible for running out of space, and taller buildings give you more points, and see what, what uh, high score you can hit. And, um, mm-hmm. and the sort of like uh constraint that you you kind of work with and think around is that uh there have to be a number of blocks equal to the height of the building for it to fuse into the building so if you have a three height building uh Mm -hmm. you can put like uh three one size blocks next to it and it'll fuse or you can put a two and a one next to it and it'll fuse etc um, and they have to be the the there these are the directly orthogonal positions so um only in the four cardinal directions no diagonals which, which is something you quickly realize to yeah. not get yourself into. Yeah. Yeah. And it becomes pretty important. I think, uh, I guess as you develop strategies, uh, for, to understand the different ways that it sucks in. Cause it's a little bit like the basic thing of like, Oh, put uh two blocks of height one next to a block of height two, and they'll slurp into the block of height two and make a block of I, a side note. I do feel like three. slurp is the right, uh, the yeah, right they, verb they slurp in there. Don't they? It feels like I, it's kind of a suck, a suction an absorption. Uh-huh. Uh, so uh-huh. definitely. Slurp I think works. the game calls it pulling, but I'm like, no, nah, that's a slurp. That's a slurp right there. That's a- yeah. There's something, there's something kind of like fluid and liquidy about the, the motion, even though it doesn't actually, uh-huh. you know, uh-huh. liquefy in any way. So I'm, I'm a big fan of that. Yeah, for sure. Um, 
So where shall we where shall we begin with this game? Uh, well, I, we should begin with the caveat that uh, our scores were nowhere near what I've seen for some of these <laughs> high scores. It's not clear how many of them are hack scores, uh-huh. um, but we got our high scores are both in the six thousand range, and uh-huh. the highest score on uh, on the app listed in the leaderboards is one hundred and twenty thousand. Now that yeah. one seems like it might be hacking, but even if you mm-hmm. go down fifty, it's still in the like forty thousand range, which is obviously yeah. considerably higher than us. And actually, looking on the the page on the app store, one of the screenshots has a score of eighty seven thousand, which yeah. makes you wonder if that is is that is real. But well, uh, I'm I'm really curious about like how much of the strategy of this game I understand and how much I'm just like a total dipshit. Yeah. Because that's the thing about games like this, like 2048, you know, there's uh some, there's like so much more uh, strategy than you assume when you go into it. And it's like, you either have to figure that that strategy out or have someone tell you, uh, and you, otherwise you'll just totally hit a plateau and never like, yeah. uh, Advance. I'm, Um, I am glad you brought up 2048 though, because I think that's sort of like one of the closest, uh yeah sort of comparisons that you can have or although i I actually was thinking when when i was playing this um this game really is like a color-coded uh 2048 it's like uh well it's 2048 in 3d also uh well but the i mean visually but mechanically that doesn't have any effect right it's a the stack is the same thing as like you know well but in 2048 you can't have two numbers on top of each other though like you can't yeah, yeah, yeah. The, well that's the part of the color of, thing yeah yeah right but you you are still like stacking things into each other right because you're combining them i mean sure it doesn't it's, this, it's this similar, game would be exactly I, the I same as if instead I, this game would be exactly the same if instead of towers you had numbers right if it said five rather than being a tower that was five tall Mechanically, well it wouldn't, it wouldn't be, be different. exactly the same 2048 you know everything is always in units of two there are definitely differences here is what i'll say and then well the other big difference is that you move the entire board in 2048 not the yeah that's true that that um, i think is the the biggest puzzle difference i'm not i don't know if that's a, i think they're pretty different i think they they share the the common thing of like uh i guess i don't i don't know why why i kept the the term consolidation keeps uh is like what pops into my head of just like you're kind of like setting up these combos of like okay i'm gonna move one and one together that's gonna make two and i'm gonna move that into this two and i move that two into this four and then boom that's like there now i've now i've done the thing um and there is something very satisfying about that. I think several games pull from it. I don't know if you knew this, but 2048 is actually kind of like jacking the style of a, a game that came before it called Threes. threes. Yeah. Yeah. Which I did know. Uh, this. I, I never played Threes, but I didn't. Oh, that. dude. Threes is like. I know you've 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 uh, reveled about it on the podcast before. <laughs> what if what if 2048 was sophisticated? <laughs> that would be Threes yeah it's like what if instead of just a novel concept and that's it it was a novel concept plus thoughtful design and uh, uh a pleasant visual aesthetic is is basically threes yeah well um, we played a game by threes designer remember yeah asher volmer, asher volmer. yeah it wasn't yeah. It that like w- little strategy game yeah I yeah remember what that which game was, was great called. yeah um but anyway uh yeah this i think those are sort of like the closest point of comparison for this because they're kind of puzzly they take a little bit of uh thinking and it's about like 
kind of setting yourself up for these like com uh, quote unquote combos consolidations uh, where you're kind of like combinations uh, yeah like stringing things in together mm-hmm. uh to to sort of like build taller towers uh which is why my immediate instinct with this game was to start sort of like uh devise a sort of like meta strategy outside of just like put things that are the same color right next to each other and i actually found it to be really difficult for this game i i struggled i started playing it probably like four or five days ago um and just like playing a couple rounds maybe playing for like yeah. 20 or 30 minutes i played um, for uh two days yeah so and i've played probably a little less than you but i did play for multiple hours so yeah and until today the day that we we're recording this episode i felt like any attempt to make a sort of like meta strategy just didn't yield any results at all basically like on my third or fourth round of the game i got a score of like 4200 or something and i didn't touch that again until this morning uh and so i was kind of curious if you also had the same instinct of like, Oh, I'm, I should try and like figure out a sort of like meta strategy to, uh, you know, make progress in the same. Cause like in 2048 threes, it's a little more complicated because there's like the combination of the one at two that you always have to sort of like micromanage, but threes for like the first 10 minutes of a round, you can just like pick a corner and just, uh, alternate swiping in the two directions up yeah. into that corner until you like build up until you get to like 128 when you actually have to like think about the direction that you, you move stuff, which I'm glad that this game didn't have that. I think it's one of the biggest things that makes uh, a three is a more interesting game than uh, 2048 is that uh, it rather than just having a bunch of twos on the board, you have one and two and you have to fuse those together to make three. And also you're shown a cue of the next like three or four pieces that are going to come, which yeah, I mean that, that this is game, like the equivalent of different colors in this game, right? That yeah, there's, yeah. Uh, there's like a, a, there's different pieces almost uh-huh. uh, that you have to combine, um, and that they they can't be commensurated with each other. You can't use a two as a one or a one as a two, and in this you can't use a red yeah. as a blue. And and we and we haven't we haven't talked uh, about the uh, the like different color stacks, but uh, it'll throw these. Yeah. So there are four there are four building colors basically, and mm-hmm. you can. Um, you can either get single blocks of a color, two height blocks of a of a color, or one or a two height block that one block is one color and the mm-hmm. block on top of it is a different color. And those yeah, those are I think are the biggest were the biggest sticking point for me uh, that really like fucked me up until, <laughs> until like well today, yeah basically. I mean I think I was thinking about that and it it you know they they seem quite consciously designed to uh, yes you know, throw a wrench in the gears because, because this game would be, if you only ever got uh, single color stacks, this game would play so differently. Yeah. Like well, it would be, it would become so easy to simply cluster a color, a single color in a certain location. Yeah. And then it would mm. stop being about like strict, like uh, yes. kind of hedging your bets and it would more uh-huh. just be a, a little bit more, I mean, it'd be a little more mindless, I think. And it'd be yeah, just like, like absolutely. combining. If, you yeah, know, it would honestly, it would fall closer the, the to that. Twenty forty eight stacks is is what makes this game threes rather than twenty forty eight. <laughs> sure, yeah, I mean literally, and like it it has the cue of like here's what's coming next as well uh, yeah. to threes, which which is uh which is both good and bad. I think the the biggest I don't know if this is even a cri- criticism or just like a personal quibble, uh, but the biggest sort of uh th- 
stumbling block I came into with this game is just sort of like the way in which blocks choose to fuse together and not fuse together uh, isn't one of those mechanics that is just like immediately like, oh, I get it or it wasn't for me. It wasn't something that I was just like, ah, oh, yeah, do it like yeah. this. In in the case where it's just like, okay, here's a block of height two, and there's a uh, to one side, there's a block of height one to another side. I'm gonna put this block of height one, then they'll fuse together, and make a thing of height three. That makes sense. But having these like weird stacks where like half of it is one color and half of it's another color, and like at what point do they like suck in, to get like pulled into? Uh, slurped up into like uh, to make another tower taller to me i that really didn't like click for me like how to use that at all uh until like basically today yeah i yeah i felt like yeah i didn't think it was confusing in the sense of like i didn't understand what was happening i mean i did have to watch the how like i i do think it'd be hard to figure it out on your own the how to is very uh-huh. useful but the the something about the 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 like the fact that if you place one down, uh, there are many different situations where it will get slurped rather than slurp the ones near it. I mean, yes. most often because the, the the biggest stack takes priority. Most often, it's getting slurped. The, just the biggest for some stack reason, and I the like, oldest stack. It's like uh, biggest and then oldest is the priority. Anyway, continue. yes, biggest but oldest. I feel like doesn't come up that often. Mm, see, I thought it came up a lot. Huh. Okay. Well. The biggest, I think, happens more often, though, right? Like, sure, sure, sure. Yeah. Um, but anyways, the I still found myself uh, placing blocks and expecting them to do go one place and they went somewhere else, and I was like, ah, damn it. Yeah. Um, well, I think I think that's the thing about this game is it's not. I think a lot of games that are similar. I guess not that I've played that many games that are like this, but. Uh, would have you place the block and then you're in control like 2048 it's like the number appears and then you have to swipe to have the sort of like consolidation process happen whereas this game takes right. the tack of like oh no it automatically happens you do right. not have control over which way this goes and i think i struggle with that like really for a long time because a lot of the time it's like oh, okay i'm gonna put this block here and it's gonna suck into this one and then boom 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 but instead what happens is there are these like specific rules that i think aren't to me, I had a hard time like fully comprehending them. Not, it's not that I didn't understand that they were happening. It's just that I couldn't see them on the board. Like looking at the board, I didn't. It, it wasn't like p- plainly visually clear to me that like ah, when I put this block here, like the example that I think uh, didn't. One of the examples that didn't really solidify until I played quite a bit was like if you even if you put a block next to so for example say i have like a block of height two and i want to put a block of height one next to it so that i can you know put another one next to it later on but if that block of height one where i'm putting it is also next to another one that is tall enough or has enough adjacent tiles it'll just get slurped up into that or if you have uh I guess I'm trying uh, having a hard time trying to like explain this because it's Mm. (laughs) kind of hard, but basically a lot of times I would be like, Oh yes. Okay. I'm going to put this right here and it's going to do this and that. And instead it got sucked into a different tower. And then I have two really tall towers Mm. that are diagonal from each other. Yeah. That did happen to me a lot too. And so then it's like, Oh, well shit. Now, instead of like building things in a line, because a lot of my sort of like, 
my inclinations to try and make meta strategies were like, okay, keep blocks of the same color in a big line so that it really lends itself to that like quote unquote consolidation thing of like, okay, I put one on the end and then it moves, you know, one direct, it moves unidirectionally toward the tallest yeah. tower that is like up on the extreme of one side. And that just is almost impossible to be successful in my experience with that tactic uh, because th it just throws uh, like you'll get to the uh, times when you don't have any of the same color you like you just you just get too many different colors for that to be possible or you don't get yeah. the color you want for long enough and it just doesn't work at all with the uh the like different colored block uh things yeah yeah the thing that is tricky yeah i do i do think that the mechanics sort of almost uh like an emergent effect of them is having uh same color diagonals uh, happening just because if you you know i mean maybe the the pro strat is just totally plan around this but if you uh -huh. have two pieces diagonal to each other uh you know as soon as one of them hits size two then it's almost inevitable that they will continue to grow because you won't because when you place a single block yeah it'll uh, suck you, into that it'll one. suck it in you you will not have the ability to build up like if you have two threes diagonal from each other mm -hmm. uh, or even worse if you have a two and a three diagonal from each other you will never be able to build up the three without building yep. up the two because anytime yeah. you place a one or a two uh yeah. well i guess you if you place a one on the opposite side so it's touching the three but not the two and then you get a two i think uh yeah will it then work but still it just like is a you know that's a very rare situation yeah, that you super get both rare. of those yeah yeah, so I'm actually glad you brought that up because that ended up being the like a key part of the revelation I had that I felt like helped me get to the point where I could play the game more successfully, which the revelation was basically if you get in that position. So we actually we haven't You're brought fucked. this up yet, <laughs> but there's there's oh, a yeah. Yeah, once you every 500 points you get in the game, uh, which we also haven't talked a lot about the scoring system, but uh, it's most advantageous for you to try and build towers that are taller than height three, because once they get to height three, the, their point value doubles. Yeah. Um, and so that's the, that's the big thing. And why the, the different, like the multicolored stacks will fuck you up is because they never become buildings. They buildings are only ever one color. Well, right. Um, but that's why you gotta, you know, place them. Yeah. To that's where you have to figure out how to slurped out. Yeah. Um, but basically my, uh, my revelation was, okay, rather than using the, the like delete a tower on multicolored blocks that have uh, become too big that they're like, you know, six blocks high, but they're worth not that many points because yeah. they have two colors in them. Uh, rather than doing that, just delete your, some of your tallest towers because you don't yeah. lose points. This was my, my For biggest deleting, misunderstanding yep. because yes. in, in threes, the uh, the game puts a lot of focus on like okay you want to you're gonna have your one tile that's your highest value tile and each time you get the next multiple of three as your highest tile it's like it's a they they basically have like characters like that each uh like high uh you know uh multiple tile has like oh this character is named this and when you get it and so your point, your point total is still, you know, the sum of all of the, the combinations you've done, but it's like represented right on the tile. Like, here's the thing that's worth the most points. So one of my biggest problems and why I like was trying to have like 
more strategy and it just wasn't panning out was that I didn't realize that you, your points stay when the buildings go away. Yeah, that took me a minute uh, too. I also found that I got my highest score games are ones when I was making a point of just getting rid of the big buildings. So yeah, that's, uh, that's basically what I, what I ended up doing what ended up sort of like becoming my meta strategy is I sort of layered uh, an extra strategy on top of one that I had tried that didn't really work, but I still kind of was like sort of worked the best for my brain, which is basically there are four corners and four colors. So each corner try and build a tall building in that corner of one color. So basically you have like yellow corner, red corner, green corner, and then there's like this sort of like tealish bluish color Um, and sort of try and work those together uh, or use the corner because the corner is really nice because you can have uh, two sides where you can build up, you know, smaller, but still pretty relatively close sized towers and then they'll just like suck up into it. So you can you can actually build those towers of five pretty quickly using that strategy. And then if you delete those towers, uh, yeah. then you can you can still it, it gets a little tricky sometimes where you'll have like really tall towers on the 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 tiles like right adjacent to the corner, which is less ideal. But mm-hmm. you can you can generally like if you get lucky, which I think is uh some of my rounds where I had more success were uh, genuinely just like I got lucky when I was able to delete stuff or got lucky when I was able mm-hmm. to, or when that I had like the right color at the right time. But that ended up being what worked the best for me. It's like, once it gets to height five, like don't even try and grow it. Just like leave yeah. it alone until you get uh, a delete and kill it when you yeah. can. So I, I found that to be the case as well, but I also found myself very curious or very suspicious that the difference between doing well and being a high score earner is the ability to is tall buildings. Like it seems like, um, Oh sure. It just, it gets kind of exponential at a certain point. And if you want to get the really high scores, you have to be trying to get, you know, a six, a seven and even yeah. an eight. The highest I ever got was a seven. I, I oh, never broke. I, I didn't even ever get a seven because by the time I was like, yeah, but the but once I got to the point where I'm like, okay, I'm gonna start just deleting fives, then I rarely even got sixes again because it's just like I I yeah. don't understand the purpose of no totally. I, mean, I I do agree with you that I think it's like if you want to actually be good at this game, you have to like harness that. Yeah, uh, but but for me, it's just like yeah, there's yeah. no way. But with I the I way also I'm wonder playing. how much variance there is, right? Because maybe the the high score strategy is literally like uh, go for tall buildings, but constantly be resetting your game like you know yeah. like like there's some like just being able to tell like oh this one's do- gonna be doomed yeah i'm curious if 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 they just like pick one color or like two colors even and just be like all right i'm gonna pick work in this zone of the board and i'm gonna focus on these two colors everything else just gets like thrown off to the side and i'll like throw it off to the side in a way that it'll uh it'll uh, slurp together so that I can conveniently delete it and get it out of the way. <laughs> um, I'm, huh, I'm curious. Interesting. I'm curious how much success like an approach like that would have because the other, the other thing I'm sort of curious about with this game is if a, if there is any sort of like algorithm that they're choosing, using to choose what will come next, like what yeah, like uh, is blocks it, are is coming next random because they're like a little bit of the, yeah, the thing, I don't know the thing that I found is that it felt random. Like it felt randomized to deck to the detriment of the game. Maybe for me, I guess all of this 
all of the stuff I'm saying is kind of caveated and that I think I'm an idiot and don't know, like just never quite <laughs> understood uh, like how to, <laughs> how to really play this game. Like I, I, I'm, I, I don't know. I feel like this game I ended up playing a lot. I did really enjoy it. Uh, but I, I feel like I don't understand it even now that I like feel like I, I, I got over one little hump of being like totally frustrated for three days and like being like, why can't I get a better score? And then today I feel like I finally like, ah, I, I crossed over a little hump, but I feel, I still feel like the, the revelation that's like, Oh shit, here's how you're supposed to play the game has, has yet to come, uh, and may never come for me. But hmm. all that being said, I did feel like there were times when I just like kept getting the same color for like 10, 10, turns. I, Dude, I remember it was like sometimes so getting it like long. five in a row. I don't know about 10 or like the same two colors, right? It was just like the same color yeah. appearing disproportionately. Like there are twice as many as any other color of like yellow for 10 turns. And it's just like, <laughs> I don't want these yellow. I can't do anything with them. Wait, what? I mean, I feel like if your board is, you know, depending on how full your board is, this totally changes. But if your board uh-huh. is relatively empty, getting the same color is dope. It's the best well, possible thing. Well, so that's the thing is I felt like, I would get to a point where like, ah, I've got the board really nice and I've got like a lot of buildings of height, like four and five, like probably two thirds of my board is taken up by buildings of height four and five. And then I just get like five, five out of 10 uh, of like the next blocks were just one color and I just had nowhere to put them. And then I lost uh, is something that I felt like happened a lot. And maybe that was just like bad strategy. on my I feel like, well, unless I'm at the very end, I feel like getting five to 10, the same color is the best thing that could happen. Huh? So I'm curious. I've talked a lot about my like general strategy or like the way I was playing. I'm yeah. curious what you were doing. Well, I mean, I tried several different things and I don't, I didn't feel like any of them gave me meaningfully better results other than the one thing of deleting tall buildings, which I thought sure. was counterintuitive. Um, yeah, Absolutely. Um, but I, so I tried for one thing I tried for a while was trying to intentionally put, um, different colored tall buildings at diagonals from each other. Cause mm. my idea was that this would be a way to manage the multicolored stacks. So sure. like, so like if I had a blue and a red that were diagonally from each other, then when I got a blue red stack, just put it right. I, I could put it right there and suddenly yep it's it's helping rather than hurting uh i found that that was really effective when you had like a three or a four tall building yeah. and then, and then really, once you get higher it's useless the higher it gets the more useless it gets because because uh-huh. you know when you have two threes that's great because suddenly it's it's fulfilling one from each of them but when uh-huh. you get four and five then that's totally placing it is totally useless the only way to you know build those buildings up is to be you know gradually building up stacks over several you know several new blocks mm-hmm. Yeah. And you can't do that with the, the, the two color ones very easily. It, it's very sure. tricky to use them to build new stacks. So I didn't find that I got that much utility out of that. Another strategy I found that I, I thought was kind of seemed to be kind of working, but it was just hard to accomplish. I just there was mm-hmm. too much randomness to like actually do it. But yeah. I was trying to m- make a point of getting my tall buildings in the the I don't know how to explain it, but on the grid in the spot that's one in from the corner, like di- yeah. diagonal uh-huh. from the corner. <clears throat> yeah. Because that's the spot where, uh, where, you know, you can have it separate from everything else, uh, at the same time as you can have it be, uh, you know, if you put it in the corner, then there's only two spots that can feed into it. Yeah. Um, whereas if you put it there, then there's four spots that can feed into it. Mm-hmm. 
Um, that seemed to be working a little bit better, but again, not mm. like super, uh, super yeah. well. Um, I'm, I'm, and then finally, I mean, I don't know, just like making, I mean, I guess I also found myself, uh, planning around keeping space for building new blocks. So I, I would yeah. often keep like, you know, three, three spaces open next to a, uh, really a medium tower. building because you know yeah. i'm gonna need to put a one and then put another one and then put a two yeah. it's gonna take a um, uh, quite a few pieces to build up yeah enough to have it slurp into the big one yeah but i don't yeah i don't know that any of those things i would describe as like a meta strategy so much as just like sure. little little tactics i was experimenting with yeah um, i guess when i when i say meta strategy i just mean like a a a more concrete like a rhyme or reason of yeah. like okay here's generally what i want to do i mean i get i guess maybe this is just me as like a a a programmer that i think of things like kind of algorithmically and for something like 2048 it works great which <laughs> yeah it's just like I'm, keep going. Admit, yeah i'm still confused why the same color block would be bad though because isn't the the most useful thing you know if you have like three spaces open and you get like four yellows in a row you just go one then one next to that that becomes a two put one next to that and then one next to that that becomes a two and then that becomes a four like i feel like you need three open spaces I, to to put place all 10 of those like yeah i guess i'm i was sort of talking about times when it's like i have towers of hype five so mm. i and i don't have enough space like Okay. There, there isn't enough open space for me to just be like merging all of those together. And so yeah. that actually, that actually brings me to another question of I was going to ask of you, which is that like, what area of the board are you like focusing on? Cause I'm, I'm thinking of it right now and I'm, I'm, I'm starting to think that my, uh, sort of like inclination to use the corners is actually really bad. <laughs> and that maybe that's the reason why. Well, wait, I what are you using the corners game? for again? Are you putting the towers in the corner? Yeah, the tall towers in the corner. Oh, yeah, that's really bad. <laughs> well, because I mean, I got a better score than you doing that's it. That's true, you did. But okay, <laughs> let, me, let me rephrase that. I It seems like that would be bad uh, uh -huh. because you, in the corners, you only have two spaces that can feed into it. Yeah, but the thing is, it makes it really nice for the, um, the, uh, the, like, split color blocks because you can basically have them be, like, uh, you put those uh, in the diagonal spot so that they won't slurp into your your main tower, but they will slurp into the towers that you're trying to build up as they get taller. It does that make mm. sense? So you sort of use like the outer ring as like, all right, here's where I'm building up. Oh yeah, my, you set it up like this weird assembly line. Yeah, like, and then <laughs> the next ring in is like the yeah. sort of. Uh, here's where if I can't figure out where to put a piece, I put it in there or I put the, the split color towers mm. because if you, if you do it, I only had this happen a few times where it worked out correctly, but if you do it right and you get the corners set up the right way, then you can basically have it. So like, all right, this corner's yellow, that corner's red. So anything, any split yellow, red blocks go along this side that is shared between yellow and red and sure. depending on which one is at which stage of building you can kind of like prioritize like okay i'm not going to put any yellows down on this side because right now i'm trying to uh get enough reds in there to like build this up and have it and it, it, i think in my most successful rounds is when i got lucky or i like planned that out enough that it worked really well but i think 
I think I'm convincing myself right now that uh, only having two sides to work with for each tower is like just yeah. I'm trying to the thing good. I'm trying to visualize right now is would it be possible to do that, but in the the inner corner space that I described. And then the problem with that would probably be then you don't have enough room. You don't, yeah, you don't have do enough the room assembling. To, yeah. Mm. So then I was thinking. Well, curious. I actually think very curious. Yeah, I'm I'm curious like how much you were using the middle because I'm curious if using the middle is something that's actually much more important and is like the middle is really where you want to be getting the action in uh, and the edges is where you put the garbage uh, because I just found myself like gravitating toward the edges the most. Yeah, um, well, and I, I don't was know using I was using just, the edge. I was doing basically the inverse of what you were doing. I was using the edges as my assembly zone, uh-huh. you know, where I would I would like be building up. Uh, well, I mean, to be clear, I'm also using the edges for that. Yeah, right. I guess that's true, but they would be building up towards toward the middle. Yeah, I think the middle might be the way to go now that I'm thinking about it. I mean, I don't know. I'd have to try it. I mean, this is this is what yeah. I enjoy about this game is like even after having played it for probably yeah. like five or six hours, yeah. which is more than we normally play for these yeah, games. Totally. Like, yeah, I no, still I, feel... I, I mean, I do want to say give this game a shout out for being very like engrossing. Yeah. Um, oh, and we we didn't say it before, but this game is uh, free to play. Uh, yes. And then if you wanna if you wanna not have to watch ads, it's uh it's really expensive. One dollar ninety nine cents. Yeah, yes. it came with an ad. I'm like, I don't want to watch that. And it's like, how much does it cost to not have ads? And it's like one dollar. I'm like, oh, I was like oh, perfect. I will ha- happily. <laughs> that is that. the right price. <laughs> um, I would have paid five dollars for it. Um. So one thing that I uh um. I want, I want to do just to like, I, I would like to be able to do just cause I think it'd be interesting is I, I want to play a version of this game where without color as a mechanic, where all of them are the same. Like you can just combine any block and any oh other block. And it would be, I mean, again, this would be like the 2048 version of threes, right? That it's, it suddenly becomes, it loses a lot of its dimensionality. Yeah. Um, it just becomes like mindlessly and it just becomes uh, a fun, it get bigger game. Yes, it, it totally does. But I think that'd be fun to play, maybe only for like 30 minutes. Yeah. But, uh, I mean, even 2048, yeah. I played for, you know, a couple of weeks. It was. Well, I think was, this game I've just a theoretical game I've just explained would be even more simplistic. Yeah, than even more one dimensional. Yeah. Um, but it would be it'd be it is watching your little towers grow bigger. And each yeah. once you get past uh, like five, five and up, then they the towers have like different designs and they look they, yeah, they, they look, look pretty cool. <sighs> Excuse me, a different thing on top, like a little clock or a little spire flag or something. Yeah. I wonder how many like styles of like how many heights of tower have been explicitly like coded for in this game. Yeah, I wonder that as well, because, again, if you look at the uh, screenshot on the the Apple Store page, mm-hmm. it's the one the screenshot that has eighty seven thousand points. It's got mm-hmm. a 13 height building that has like this weird statue on top. And then what? another one that looks like maybe eight or nine that I can't tell what's on top of it, but it looks like it might be a helicopter pad. What? Uh, Here, I yes. need to go look at this. Yeah. See, this is another thing that's just uh, lending credence to the theory that I am trash at this game, even though I'm slightly less trash than Jordan. Oh my God. <laughs> and his board is so clear. What the fuck? No, I, that one, I, I was looking at it very suspiciously. It almost doesn't seem like something that could, that, or at least something that is not very likely to happen in a, a real yeah i mean there, I were, there were definitely there were definitely some times in the game like the the moments i felt most successful was when it's like i had a f- 
like several towers of height five and then just like a clean board around them like yeah relatively clean it was like ooh, i'm figuring this shit out and then i would like go ahead and squander that pretty quickly <laughs> yeah um so one thing that i wanted to ask you how often it happened to you is like like kind of chain reaction effects where you'd place one and like four slurps would happen yeah uh, i i was i was curious how frequently that, that was happening for you um because it, it also seems like something that you know the the galaxy brain way to play this game is to plan around that you know like to to be you know set it up so you know that it's like okay this piece I'm about to set this off isn't great next to this one now but i know that all i need is oh. one single red then i can place that here and i can clear this whole you know i'll clear three yeah. spaces out because um, I sort of like was defaulting into that just by virtue of like, you know, having my colors clustered together. Sometimes that would happen. And, you know, the yeah. really satisfying thing is when you have like uh, two clusters next to each other and you get a split block, you yeah, place it right there and it goes merge them. Yeah. Yeah. I would say that that what you just described is like, I'm going to agree that it's very satisfying among the more satisfying things in this game. And that didn't happen super frequently, but I feel like. Uh, toward the end of my play, like as we were, you know, getting close to recording, I feel like I had a pretty solid grasp of like, okay, I'm going to put this. I had, I had had the, the pitfalls of like, oh, I'm going to put this here and it's going to suck in this way. Happened enough times that I was mostly, I'm mostly like can catch myself before I do them. But I still, I mean, even probably in my last couple games, there were, there were moments where I'm like, all right, I'm going to put this here. And then it goes and gets sucked in somewhere else. I'm like, God fucking damn it. <sighs> <laughs> uh yeah you know what just occurred to me as a strategy what's that what if you focus on one color to make your very tall tower that's that so that's something that and i was saying that of, is right like in the you middle build it right then in the middle what, then what you could do um is you know no matter what split color you get yeah. there would be some zone of the board that it yeah could, where you can go put it, it. could go yeah at least yeah, for I, that one. I feel like I guess I, with the exception of the split color that does not include that color, then that yeah. I guess the downside of that strategy is you get really if you're doing blue, you get really fucked by a yellow green. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, or so I I, I feel like I at some point I tried to do this and I just don't think I got very far because I think that was early enough on in the game that I I didn't and I hadn't grasped the 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 mechanics well enough for me to successfully do that. But I'd be curious trying that again now to see if I could actually like have some success that way, because I bet you there's some, there's a way to do it to, to where you actually yeah. would have quite a lot of success, uh, building yeah, it that although, way. And even, yeah, go ahead. I was going to say that makes you a little more luck prone though. Cause like, cause you yeah, know, as absolutely. we say, you get these streaks. So, so yeah. what if you have a, you know, you're going for blue, but you get a streak of yellows. That's going to, it's going to hurt. Well, I, I guess know. the thing is, is then you can focus on like the edges. You can you can keep other colors in the corners and just like, all right, if I get a bunch of yellows, build them up over there. It'll build up to like a four or five, and then I'll uh, you know delete that when mm. I get the opportunity. Um, mm. But I think I think building a taller tower, I think you might get the deletes more quickly because. So I didn't I didn't understand at first. I thought the deletes were just like after a certain number of moves. But yeah. they are they are they are tied to your points. It's every five hundred points you get the chance to delete uh, one tower. 
Um, and so yeah. I feel like if you're building just one tower vertically, you might be getting those more frequently just because your yeah, towers... that's a good point. And and in fact, that would also seem to that would be another way the 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 500 point intervals for your your deletes. That's another way in which the game seems to be designed towards yeah. having a kind of exponential point growth. Yes, yeah, because that yeah. that seems like another reason why the highest scoring the highest scores seem to diverge so much from the next closest oh because, i see because, because like, as I just you as to get you're one getting tower more and more that points, was really big you're getting more and more mm. deletes so you're having a better it, ability to i mean you know yeah you're having like a snowball effect basically yeah exactly exactly oh, interesting which is which oh, is shit. an interesting design choice to put uh-huh. the the deletes to code them to um points rather than to the number of blocks because i had the same yeah. assumption that it, it would be you know every 10 or something um, but, but it, this does seem to have a, yeah, snowball's the right word that it, it is another way in which your score will snowball. Like once you are, you know, maybe you hit a point where a single block can get you a new delete because you're getting so many points off one place. Yeah. Know. Shit. Now I gotta try that. See, this is, yeah. this is why I've played this game so much and why I'm actually, yeah, cause yeah, it yeah. is, it, it really does, uh, invite tactical speculation which i think yeah. is, is very very yeah, i mean uh, i think i think the thing to to say about it that is like kind of interesting is i feel like so many other of like or i keep saying so many other the other games like this that i've played namely threes in 2048 that i've played like a lot of uh the the basic concept is so easy to understand that you can like really you can really get into it and feel like you're getting better at it pretty quickly whereas this game i felt like I understood like the basic basics and then I spent like several hours just not understanding how to get any better at all. And then finally, after a while, it was like, oh, okay, I think I, I think I'm getting it a little bit more, Mm -hmm. but even now the, the, it, it feels like the, there's still, this game still has secrets of, of like, ah, shit, I'm going to figure that out, which I think is interesting. I think it makes it a little bit less likely to be like the, the, you know, uh, mass market, viral game of the day i mean i don't know if that's still a thing i'm not really i feel like when i was in high school or even in college it was like you know there would be a game that's like the big phenomenon for like two weeks or a month or something and then people would get bored of it uh some people would stick to it and keep playing it for months and other people would move on to the next thing i mean a flappy bird happened my freshman year of high or not high school of college and it was like this huge thing it's like oh flappy bird and then <laughs> that that spring was uh, 2048 and so there was like these these big games that's just like oh have you heard of this game oh yeah and it's like everybody plays it and i feel like this game maybe doesn't have the potential to be that just because it's a little more complicated but i kind of enjoy it for that i mean i it, again it's the reason 2048 was more popular than threes is because yeah even though because 2048 is just so much more immediate and it's you can do it mindlessly with more success yeah I, I yeah now I'm now I've gotten very curious like what the mobile game market looks like right now. Yeah, I have but, no idea. Yeah, based the, on based on my like YouTube ads, it's a lot of like, uh, game like zombie shooting. I don't even know if you shoot zombies in them. It's just like here's a soldier looking guy at shooting at zombies, and it's a tower defense game, but also it's a strategy um, game. Or are, like, are these like a uh, farming Sims kind of finally going out of vogue then? Or, I'm, or I mean, like, I'm sure, like I'm sure those are still really Clash popular. Clash of Clans style games. Uh, the Clash of Clans style ones are definitely a thing. I've also suddenly, I get these, maybe this is just, just because my uh, computer like 
uh, you know, my uh, advertising profile seems to think that I'm like a giant weeaboo. <laughs> uh, but uh, I get this mm. ad for this like JRPG, like anime RPG. And it has this ad of this like Australian lady being like, you know that console games, most people think that RPGs are console games, but the most ambitious RPG of 2019 is just released on mobile. And it's like, <laughs> I see that ad probably two or three times a week on YouTube. I'm like, what the fuck is this? Why you are you clearly me play this? it? I don't yeah, they're, want they're to. I just no interest, closely. man. <laughs> yeah, I don't think uh, after having played through the entirety of the first Knights of the Republic on mobile, uh, I'm oh going to go ahead and go ahead you and say that man. go ahead and say that mobile is not not made for uh, for. Why RPGs. would you do that? You I, can get it on Steam for like five dollars. No, I there was it was because I was traveling at the time a lot, and so mm. I needed to. Um, yeah, I I can't believe I did the whole thing, but I did. I got to the final boss fight, and then I I had I I don't remember exactly what happened, but I think I had like a build that I just couldn't beat the final boss. And I was like, okay, whatever. Wait, you just gave up at the I just final came boss? Up. <laughs> <laughs> Incredible. Yeah, dude. Yeah, I I at the time, so I started playing because I was just like in disbelief that this was possible. I was like, they just put the entirety of Night Soul Republic like as an app on my phone. It was $5. And I was, and sure enough. Oh my uh, God. Yeah. It was wild. Incredible. Just drained the sure shit you, out of my battery. You can play gone home on a phone. I'm pretty sure. Can you? Wow. Yeah, dude, there are a Man, lot, of, what a there are a lot of games that just like, the thing that's crazy is a lot of like games that exist on the PC market get put out on mobile and they just cost like a third as much. <laughs> because like on mobile no one but no one's gonna buy a game for 15 dollars so it's like this game that's normally 15 or 20 bucks is like six dollars because which is funny because the cost of production probably isn't that much cheaper like like it it, it's probably cheaper but not you think it's a third the price i guess well i think i think it's like the game's already been developed porting it is yeah uh, you know it's gonna cost some money but if we've already had like relative success on one platform then like the name of our game is out there and some people only have a phone to play games yeah true in fact the mobile mobile games is the biggest uh game market right everyone's got a phone in fact people like fucking half of the human species has a phone now like yeah yeah true yeah, dude, there's so. like Bastion, that game you can play on a phone. It's nuts. Mm. I don't know why you would. I never played the can. original. You can play her on story on a phone. Her Holy story. shit. That one might be okay. You can play Life is Strange on a phone. That Oxen is free. a mistake. That, no. Why? <laughs> Listen, Anything man. that's like. Wait, yeah, what? I mean, Brothers, A Tale of Two Sons, you can play on a phone. Have you ever played that? I did play it. That was a great game. Yeah. How do you play it on a phone? A big part of it is like you, you control, controller, I guess it's just yeah. di- digital. Anyway, we're, two we're, thumbs. I think we've, uh, we're no longer talking about high rise. So maybe no, it's we're time not. to, <laughs> okay. To okay. It's time, time to wind down. So if you, if you found this uh, game interesting, I encourage you to check out high rise on your friendly neighborhood app store. Uh, you know, it's either, ze- it's between zero and $1 depending on your preference for ads. So it's definitely worth checking out. Mm-hmm. Um, so ho- I hope you do. Um, and make sure to search high rise of puzzle cityscape because I was Googling high rise and it was not uh, coming up. So there's the full name. Uh, but next week, uh, we will be playing a, a different game. Uh, the game we'll be playing next week is called Tony Hawk's existential nightmare. 
So that's a pretty uh, curious title for a game. <laughs> and uh, don't worry, we know about as much about it as you do. Uh, so it's by Black Vein Productions, and it seems like it's going to be on the surreal side. Um, so we are excited to explore that and then uh, talk to you about it. If you'd like to explore this uh, presumably surreal game with us, you should follow us on Twitter, at EdgeGuardCast is our handle. Uh, that's where we tweet out um, links to all the games we play, links to new episodes of the podcast, and then uh, we tweet out the Twitter handle of the creators of those games, if they have them. Uh, so if you want uh, updates of that sort, make sure to follow us there, at EdgeGuardCast. Uh, or if you just want to be part of the conversation, if you've got recommendations for uh, games you found uh, on, on Itch or the App Store uh, that you want us to check out, uh, definitely uh, shoot us a message there. So follow us on Twitter. We'll be playing Tony Hawk's Existential Nightmare next week, and we'll talk to you then. Bye.